Welcome to Jacksonville.Radio. We're a family of radio stations serving the Jacksonville and South Georgia areas. As a service to our community, we highlight organizations and events that help make this area the best place in the country to live. Thank you for listening to Our North Florida Neighborhood. Welcome to North Florida Neighborhood. I'm Colby, and North Florida Neighborhood, it's all about getting to know our neighbors and hearing what really great stuff they're doing with us and for us in our community. And today, the neighbor we get to chat with is Billy Gorham. He's the owner of North Jack's CrossFit. We're going to be hitting on squats for tots. Billy, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Billy, give me a rundown on what Squats for Tots is all about. Yeah, we're um, providing a little bit of fitness with raising a little bit of money for our local charity, uh, Children's Miracle Network, uh, which raises money for local children's hospitals, Wilson's, and UF Health. And basically, it's a little competition of a team of four that will do uh, 30 minutes worth of wall balls, and the team that hits the most in that time period wins. So just adding a little fitness, and during that same time period, uh, we'll be doing some armor and auctions, we're going to do a live event, and some other fun things to keep it kind of interesting, and all in the hopes of raising as much money as we can for our local children's hospitals. Yeah, Billy, you said this is obviously local, so what kind of people are going to be benefiting from this fundraiser? Pretty much anybody that has children like we did. We Our, our child um, had five surgeries before wow. the age of five uh, at Wilson's Hospital. Uh, many of our members uh, attend Wilson's on a regular basis. And Wilson's specifically, I don't know what they do that health as well as Wilson's, but they don't turn away any you know child in need. So that's kind of their mantra. So it helps any, specifically the local families of Jacksonville and South Georgia. And I'm sure that just by having a child undergo one surgery, it's so much money so I can't imagine five surgeries and like this is going to help these families pay for this they do have services and they do have financial services that help if people need it so it, it also helps in buying new equipment and having the latest and greatest equipment for uh, uh, pediatric needs and children's needs so it goes to a lot of different things but yes yeah, that's one of the things that help people with can you kind of go in depth on some of the other things it'll go towards uh, just uh, you can read that they have a really really good website for Children's Miracle Network and you can go there and they're way better at explaining a lot of it but a big part of it is just making sure they have the, the right time of equipment for uh, and the right specialist and you know there's so many things and things like that up along that the kids need um, everything from you know childhood cancers to uh, children that have um, like one of our members her name is Rachel she has a child that was born with uh, no longer uh, legs so they work with her. Matter of fact, um, he just got, um, uh, well, I can't be the right word. Uh, he just got uh, recommended for uh, a new program at Wilson to be able to get these really new prosthetics that are going to help him actually walk even better than what he's doing now. So it's, it's helping families like those extraordinary talks to help their kids actually live as full lives as possible. Dang. And Billy, can we back up a little bit and you tell me, because you're the owner of North Jack's CrossFit, so how did y'all get involved with Squats for Tots? Okay, so uh, we've been doing, my wife has been raising money for CMN yearly for the better part of a decade. We, as wow. part of the gym, started doing it on a yearly basis starting about 2018. Um, started a little, it's been getting a little bit bigger every year. 
Um, and so my wife, just with our kids being going through what he went through when he was younger, she just had a, you know, a passion for helping mm-hmm. out every year. So she just kind of worked with the CMN group to help raise money. And uh, we just started taking it over and doing it and incorporating it into the fitness world um, and saying, hey, we'll just do a little friendly uh, workout or competition every year and try to see if we can raise some money and just promote awareness that these great hospitals are here for our children. And so we've done it every year except for 2020. We said do it in 2020. Um, and we're just happy to try to do it again. And uh, so my head coach decided he wanted to do a wall ball event. And I was like, let's combine them both. <laughs> so let's do a wall ball event and combine that with doing our charity event. Um, and that's how it, it came to be. <laughs> Okay, for those of us who don't know what a wall ball event is, tell us what it is, Billy. Uh, it's basically if you take a 10 or a 14-pound ball, a medicine ball, I guess most people would understand what a medicine ball is, and if you put it and you held it kind of by your face and you squatted with it, and then you try to throw it to a 9 or 10-foot target, and that would be considered one wall ball. So it's a very cardiovascularly demanding, very muscular-demanding type of a movement that if you do it for repeated reps, um, definitely gives you a heck of a workout. And you want people to do this for 30 minutes? In teams of four. Wow. <laughs> so they're not going to do the entire 30 minutes. Okay. And there are people, uh, if, you know, if you know anything about CrossFitters, they're a little crazy anyway. So uh, this is something that is not out of the wheelhouse for just about most everybody that wants to do it and they've been following a kind of fitness program but even if they haven't been following a fitness program when you have four people it's more about having fun and, and you know trying to raise money for the kids than it is about being seriously about competition I, I was going to ask can anybody do this with you guys like do we have to be hardcore crazy crossfitters no not at all anybody that wants to just have some fun you know we'll have some great sponsors there um, you know, we got some from um, that's a local podiatrist uh, she was a member at one time she's pretty awesome Dr. Moshe um, we'll have you know some representatives from local businesses uh, there too and like I said we'll be raising some money via some online auctions and you know just like I said having some fun mm-hmm. and how does something like squat, squats for tots directly affect our community well it just hopefully gives kids a better opportunity for you know unfortunately when it comes to kids specifically you know, um, as adults, we are kind of the products of the choices that we make many mm. times, right? Kids are not. They they are born into the situation that they're in. Sometimes genetically, they're just not as fortunate as others. And this really allows them to kind of live the best life they can. And, you know, kids like my son who has a degenerative eye disease, um, you wouldn't even realize that he has any kind of a handicap now. And if it wasn't for Wilson, you know, wow. we wouldn't have had that you know, he wouldn't have been able to play that out. He, it would have been a very more obvious thing. It would have been an aesthetic thing. It would have definitely affected his confidence throughout the course of his life. So it definitely allows kids to who have these issues that come up early on in life, uh, especially to live as full lives as possible, in my opinion. And, Billy, while you and your family were going through this, is there anything extra you wish the community would have done for you and you're hoping to do that in return now with an event just like this? No, we were just – we were really, really amazed with mm. – the, the staff at Wolfson's and we were really happy with the I mean my son at the time was like two or three years old when he was going through all this and 
he really, really, I won't say enjoyed the process because that's not the right word, but he, it, it, he, for a small child like that to go through that process and not be overly intimidated, like he's not, there's no long-term effects of, oh, I'm scared to go to hospitals or mm. anything else like that. The staff did such a great job taking care of him. I think it was actually harder on his mother and my, myself than it was on him, mm. to be honest with you. But they did an exceptional job, and, you know, that's what really stood out to us. We fortunately didn't have the, um, the financial needs that a lot of people might have going to these and needing these types of services. So really all I have to speak from is the quality of the service that they provided mm-hmm. and the care that they provided to our child. It was really exceptional. Wow. And, and that's what it is all about. And that's why we're coming alongside for Squats for Tots. Now tell me what else is going to be at this event. Go, go a little more in detail for those of us that don't want to do squats, but we still want to support um, Wolfson's and children in our community. No problem. Uh, we'll have an online auction. Uh, that's going to be a big thing. Um, North Texas put quite a few little packages on there. So if you're interested in, like, you know, improving your fitness at all, you can bid on um, a personal training or a 12-week package. You can do that via online. Um, the, the bidding will close out that day uh, on January 22nd at 11.59 p.m. So we'll notify any of the winners. But we also have some nice stuff on there as well. I know I have a uh, photographer business, a friend of mine. Her name is Camilla Spencer. She's putting a $1,000 private photo shoot package on there and she creates a hugely awesome experience for um, for people to just go through a wardrobe and makeup and just create this awesome experience and you get photographs for it as well. So she's put that package up there for bid. Uh, we have another local business. He put up a package for getting your house uh, pressure washed or pressure washed anything, yes. <laughs> but that's really fun and cool stuff to on for online bidding. And then um, while we're there, we're going to do a 50-50 raffle. And um, Rachel's handling that one, so I'm not 100% sure all the details on that, but I know we're going to have that going on. And then we'll have the local vendors there just to tell about um, their businesses and local services and what they bring to the table. I really like working with local businesses. Again, I love charities, and I like local charities even more. So really plenty of stuff to do there. Uh, we have people from the business uh, side of things, the financial side of things, healthcare side of things, pediatric, or I'm um, sorry, chiropractic, um, and uh, podiatrists as well. So lots of great little, whether you're interested in financial or health or, you know, uh, I think we have some uh, retails, retailers there as well. So we've got a kind of broad mix of vendors that will be there that will be able to provide product or services or just information that people want. And do you have any other events coming up that we have to look forward to, Billy? We are putting together uh, a weightlifting competition, uh, much similar to, uh, we have a lot of animal lovers Mm. and um, something similar to what we're doing now. um, And we're going to do a weight, it's going to be more towards the middle part of the year, but we want to try to raise some money for some local uh, animal shelters. Um, We do have a self-defense class that's coming up as well that we raise money for local um, women's shelters um, or the local women's shelter. I can't remember the name of it. We only actually raise money from one year, but um, we're going to do it again this year. So we like to do these little charities every like four a year. So those are the two things that are on the books right now. I don't have dates for them just yet, but you can be on the lookout for them. For sure. And Billy, tell me when and where the Squats for Tot event is happening. It's going to be happening at North Jack's CrossFit. We're located on the north side of town, about five minutes away from Jacksonville International Airport. Um, the address is 14476 Duval Place West, number 506. 
So you can check us out at northernsprospect.com. Our address is there. Or you can call me specifically at 904-238-6948. All right, sweet, Billy. Thank you so much for all you do and for being such a great neighbor in our neighborhood. Well, thank you very much, Colby. Thank you for your time. Thank you for listening to Our North Florida Neighborhood. Listen again next week. And if you have an event or organization you'd like highlighted, please contact Colby King at Colby, C-O-L-B-I, at Jacksonville.radio. Jacksonville.radio. We're a family of radio stations serving the Jacksonville and South Georgia areas. As a service to our community, we highlight organizations and events that help make this area the best place in the country to live. Thank you for listening to Our North Florida Neighborhood. Hey, and welcome to North Florida Neighborhood. I'm Colby. And North Florida Neighborhood, it's all about getting to know our neighbors and hearing what great stuff they're doing with us and for us in our community. And today, the neighbor we get to chat with, it's Melissa Lampagnana. She's a founder of Jacksonville Business Connections. Melissa, thanks so much for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me, Colby. So you host a lot of events, but the one we're focusing on right now is the Bride-to-Be Wedding Expo that's happening January 16th. Tell me a little bit about this event. Yeah, absolutely. We love to uh, partner with local businesses and venues, and this time we're partnering with the World Golf Hall of Fame, and it is a beautiful location to actually have your wedding. And so we're kicking off a bride-to-be and wedding expo. Any uh, brides-to-be's are welcome to come to the event and get to tour the venue. And also we'll have about 25 different vendors there that they can meet and greet with uh, to potentially help plan their wedding from photographers to DJs and all that fun stuff. And what time is this starting? This event will be January 16th from 11 to 2 at the World Golf Hall of Fame. Okay, so I'm in the midst of planning a wedding, and there is so much happening. So tell me a little bit about the vendors that y'all will have. Absolutely. We are going to have about 25, maybe 30 vendors, and it'll be... It'll be ranging from planning your vacation, getting a photographer, um, fun bridal type events, um, getting your makeup done that day, mobile bartending, DJs, um, just a a wide range of opportunities to talk to different um, bride-to-be and and wedding vendors and just hopefully help um, women kick off their, their wedding planning. So literally everything you can think of 
plus some. And is this only for people who are engaged? Well, I mean, anybody's welcome to uh, come to the event for, for any reason. I mean, if they just wanted to come and check it out or speak to different vendors, uh, we welcome pretty much anybody. And y'all have had this event there a couple times. It's, it's usually a solid turnout, right? Yes. Yeah, we have a, a pretty good solid turnout. This is our fourth event here at the World Golf Hall of Fame, and we do get a lot of feedback, and it's actually in the World Golf Hall of Fame Museum. So the people that come in, they um, they pay, it's just $5 to attend the bridal event, but they actually have to walk through the Hall of Fame, so they kind of get a little bit of a taste of what the museum would be. Are you still in need of vendors? We have about one spot left that we could squeeze someone in if anybody did want to still attend as a vendor. But then if we do fill it up, we have usually another one in the fall. So if anybody is interested in being a vendor, we would love to speak with them. After this event, what are you hoping these brides-to-be walk away with? Just honestly, just a really good, happy feeling about meeting some potential vendors, seeing this venue. And just knowing that their day is going to be such a Mm -hmm. great, exciting day for them. Yeah. And um, tell me about this partnership that the Bride-to-Be Wedding Expo has with Hopeful Handbags. Oh, yes, absolutely. So with Hopeful Handbags, it's a local uh, nonprofit organization based out of St. Augustine, and they um, help women who are in different situations um, gain hope, and they um, give them, like, purses full of different type of uh, incidentals that they might need um, when they're trying to help them out with it could be anything from domestic violence type situations so what we do is we partner with them and we tell people if you come to the bride-to-be expo and you bring a gently used purse um, you can get free admission and that gently oh. used purse then goes to the hopeful handbags organization mm. and why why out of all organizations did y'all choose to pair with this one? It just seemed like the right fit. Um, it's a women-based organization. Uh, mm-hmm. Kathleen Minor runs it, and she's just such a great inspiration to the community. And I thought, you know, the Bride-to-Be Expo is predominantly women, but men do come. Um, and I just thought, you know what, if they're going to bring maybe a purse they have lying around, then we're helping this organization fulfill their needs at the same time. Mm. And how are we able to get tickets to this event? If you want to purchase the $5 ticket or we even have a $12 VIP ticket, which includes a swag bag and some of the vendors um, donate items to put in that swag bag, um, you can go to Jacksonville Business Connections. Dot com and we have um, tickets on there under the events or if you just wanted to bring you know a gently used purse you would get the free admission and a lot of your events Melissa they're fun for the whole family and you'll have like things off to the side for kids to do is that one of these events or no we don't at this event we don't have anything off to the side for the kids but families are welcome we don't turn mm-hmm. anyone away we have um, in our past events so women come with their children um, if they can't find um, any kind of situation for daycare but we actually welcome everyone and the kids are welcome too and tell me again where this is happening and when this is happening at the world golf hall of fame 
Sunday, January 16th from 11 to 2 p.m. Okay, and then one more time, how can we find out more information um, and get our tickets? Yes, absolutely. Go to our website at jacksonvillebusinessconnection.com and just go under events and you will find the Bride-to-Be and Wedding Expo. Or you could even go to Eventbrite, which is a popular event website, and search the Bride-to-Be and Wedding Expo. Okay, sounds great. We're looking forward to it. And Melissa, thank you so much for being such a great neighbor in our neighborhood and in our community. Thank you for listening to Our North Florida Neighborhood. Listen again next week. And if you have an event or organization you'd like highlighted, please contact Colby King at Colby, C-O-L-B-I, at jacksonville.radio. Visit the Six Chicks Complex at 514 Edgewood Avenue South for a unique variety of products and services with six distinctive businesses under one roof, all owned by women. Carolyn's Collections features infant and toddler hand-knitted clothing. There's yarn and accessories and knitting and crocheting classes. Call for an appointment at 904-674-3727. Sherry's Little Nursery has collectible dolls, furniture, and carriages. Sally Burton LMT MA9984 has a variety of massages. Six Chicks Complex, 514 Edgewood Avenue South. This is important news. If you have unfiled tax returns, the IRS is shifting gears and ramping up investigations on non-filers this year. If you fail to file your tax returns for a year or more, or you owe back taxes, now's the time to call Optima Tax Relief before the IRS finds you. Optima is America's number one most trusted tax resolution firm, specialized in helping individuals, families, and businesses get right with the IRS. They're experts in the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, a powerful new program that can make resolving tax issues easier. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, Optima's award-winning team has helped thousands of people protect their paychecks, bank accounts, homes, and businesses by putting their tax problems to rest, resolving over $1 billion in tax debts for their clients. Call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800-707-4522. 800-707-4522. 800-707-4522. Optima Tax Relief. 
Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Exergen wants you to know about an important study just released by the FDA. It confirms what the medical community has known all along. Non-contact thermometers are not accurate, and they fail to meet FDA requirements for accuracy and labeling. With new strains of COVID on the rise, we can't afford to tolerate the rampant false temperature readings from non-contact thermometers. You need Exergen thermometers because they are accurate and backed by over 100 clinical studies. Be sure, be accurate with Exergen. Learn more at exergen.com. Calling all coffee lovers. Hold on to your mugs because Panera's Unlimited Sip Club is offering the unreal deal of unlimited coffee for only $8.99 a month. Don't worry, you're not dreaming because when we say unlimited, we mean unlimited. Unlimited boosts all day long. Unlimited smells of your favorite aroma. Unlimited sips of premium hot and iced coffees. Sign up on our app today to get your first month free. Panera, the familiar need fantastic. Plus tax, first free month limited time offer. Restrictions apply. For complete details, visit www.panera.com fishing in florida attracts millions of visitors to our state supports more than a hundred thousand jobs and contributes to 35 billion in our state's water-based economy each year the future of florida's fishing industry depends on a healthy everglades protect our fishing restore america's everglades learn more at EvergladesFoundation.org. On the battlefield, there's a saying America's military men and women live by. Never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Off the battlefield, Wounded Warrior Project operates with the same goal. We leave no warrior behind. Wounded Warrior Project is a nonprofit organization created to help our men and women returning home with the scars of war. Whether those scars are physical or mental, we're here to make sure that they heal. And whether it's helping those with post-traumatic stress disorder live a normal life again, or giving much-needed support to injured warriors and veterans' hospitals. Because no one deserves our help more than the men and women who risk their lives to keep us safe. Wounded Warrior Project. We never leave a fallen warrior behind. Ever. Learn more about what we do at WoundedWarriorProject.org. Radio. We're a family of radio stations serving the Jacksonville and South Georgia areas. As a service to our community, we highlight organizations and events that help make this area the best place in the country to live. Thank you for listening to Our North Florida Neighborhood. Hey, and welcome to North Florida Neighborhood. I'm Colby. And North Florida Neighborhood, it's it's all about getting to know our neighbors and hearing what really great stuff they're doing with us and for us in our community. And today, the neighbor we get to chat with is Eric Lady. He's the president of Team Amaze. Eric, thank you so much for joining us. And thank you, Colby, for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. Now, Eric, tell me a little bit about Team Amaze. Okay. So Team Amaze uh, came about uh, and thought back in 2019 um, 
my wife and I, we were unfortunate to have to bring our daughter to Wilson's Children's Hospital mm-hmm. in Jacksonville. And she was admitted into the pediatric intensive care unit uh, where she spent 34, approximately 34 days in the PICU. Dang. Um, during that time, um, we had multiple ups and downs. We had to say goodbye to our daughter, Ashlyn Mays, uh, which is where the mm. team, team Amaze uh, originated uh, multiple times. So while we were in the PICU and we were wondering why us and what mm. God had in store for us, we kept talking about wanting to honor her legacy. She was only three months old, and she touched a lot of lives. She went to Disney. She met Mickey Mouse. <laughs> she went trick-or-treating. Oh. Um, and, and we did all these wonderful things with her. And so my wife and I wanted to know how we can continue her, leg- her legacy. Um, while we're in the hospital, we have a great hospital staff. The patient care team is great. And we were talking around one of the chaplains, and we were saying that we were thinking about starting a nonprofit organization. Um, we, during our time in the hospital, that went onto the back burner. And unfortunately, on December 4th of 2019, our daughter, Ashlyn Mays, passed away in my wife's arms. Mm. She had a rare, uh, extremely rare lung disorder. Um, and it's extremely rare to the point where there's only 200 documented cases worldwide. Wow. So, and that was called alveolar capillary dysplasia with misalignment of the pulmonary veins. Um, after her death, um, we didn't know what was the culprit, what caused her demise. And it wasn't until February of 2020 when we had the autopsy results and it gave us some closure on what actually happened. It is, again, 200 documented cases worldwide. Most children uh, pass away within 24 hours. Wow. Uh, The longest known living child was up to seven months old. Mm Mm-hmm. Our daughter was only three months old, so it's a 100% morbidity rate. Mm-hmm. Um, again, that gave us our closure that we needed from the why us and what God's plan was for us. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something, a higher calling or something, a higher purpose of to take a child away from a family. Mm-hmm. We were in the adoption process for over two years. Uh, we finally had our dream, our, our, our daughter. My wife and I have three natural children, all boys. Um, so we're excited to have her, mm. and uh, we're graced with her presence. And to this day, we're we're amazed ourselves by what we were able to accomplish and what she was able to show us. So uh, after the autopsy, uh, again, God works in mysterious ways. <laughs> a couple of days later, we received a phone call from the, one of the chaplains at Wilson's Children's Hospital, and she asked us if we wanted to take over a nonprofit. Wow. And yeah, we actually jumped on the opportunity. We were thrilled and delighted. We said yes. Unfortunately, the IRS has different ways of going about it. You can't just hand over a nonprofit organization. Hmm. So my wife and I started from the ground up. We, well, she came up with the name Team Amaze, again, in honor of our daughter, Ashlyn Maze. And uh, we formalized and were. Uh, in July of 2020, 
so not the best timing with COVID just coming about. We started a nonprofit organization in the midst of COVID yeah. during the pandemic. And uh, in November, we actually launched live to the public. We teamed up with Wilson's Children's Hospital, where we provide, uh, initially provided our, our programs. We have a comfort cart program, a snack cart program, we had parent packs, and all of this came about in these programs because we felt that when a child is admitted to the hospital, these families, just like us, mm. we were unprepared for the sudden change that occurs in the daily lives of the parents, but other children and siblings, as well as the caretakers, the staff in these hospitals that work in these secluded PICU and NICUs, mm. uh, where they're around life and death all day. And so we wanted to do something to provide uh, an offering of comfort, as well as encourage uh some self-care and mental awareness. Uh, we found it would eat at us to constantly wonder what was going on. It ate at us to disrupt our routine and the routine of our three children, where one of us was constantly around and the other wasn't. So we formed Team Amaze. We've given out um, just over 43,000 items this past year in 2021 to both Wilson's Children's Hospital and UF Health Jacksonville. And we're glad to have them as partners and to work with them and to see the tangible effects that we're having on the families. Um, what we do is we work closely with the child life specialists. We brought on six strategic partners that helped to make donations to Team Amaze, in which we then redistribute and donate to the hospitals. Those items can be uh, lease ponchos that children can wear in the hospitals when it's cold. We have water wipes, which are just uh, uh, another form of baby wipes, but from the company Water Wipes. We have swaddles for the NICU parents to wrap their babies in and keep them warm and mm -hmm. comfortable. Our best program today is called our, it's our Snack Cart and Coffee Bar. And that was a big hit during 2020 and into 2021 during COVID, where families weren't allowed to leave the PICU or NICU. Um, being at the bedside and having lived it firsthand, when our daughter was having a procedure or it was a rough day, you don't want to leave her side, mm -hmm. we would forego going to eat as parents. Wow. We didn't want to waste time going to eat when we could spend more time with our daughter because you don't know if it was going to be her last day or her last oh minute. Gosh. Um, yeah, so we started this snack cart and coffee bar program. We received donations from the local community, from our sponsors, from family and, and other people that support Team Amaze. We shop uh, for snacks and coffee. And we set this program where they can, a family or a sibling or even the children themselves, as they do get better in a pediatric intensive care unit, they're able to get a treat and do something different. Mm. A family can walk right down the hall, get a bag of chips, get a kind bar or some type of protein bar, and that might be their whole meal for the entire day. They might just forget to eat because during stressful times, you do forget to do things mm. just to take care of yourself. There's days you forget to shower. There's days you forget to brush your teeth. You just, you're living on 
like a robot. Mm-hmm. And we really, at Team Amaze, we really want to break that habit. We want people to feel normal again. Mm-hmm. We want them to take care of their mental well-being, that they have to remember to take care of themselves in order to take care of their child mm-hmm. and other children at home. So it's been a whirlwind from the end of 2019 through the COVID and to where we are today. We just launched uh, this December for at Christmas. Our last, uh, it was our last donation job for both hospitals. We launched a comfort cart program where we have toothbrushes and toothpaste, feminine products, hygiene products, lotions, eye masks, blankets, thermoses, everyday comfort things that we felt we were missing in the PICU that we didn't have ourselves, we are providing to these families. So again, they can take care of themselves so they can better take care of their children while they're in the hospital. Well, again, I I have the privilege of chatting with Eric Leedy. He's the president for Team Amaze. And and Eric, like you were just able to kind of tell us the backstory of how this all got started. And now moving forward, what is Team Amaze's mission? Yes, so our, our mission is to provide hope and comfort to the families, Mm. patients, children, and and caretakers Mm -hmm. in pediatric and neonatal intensive care units. Uh, Right now, we're locally focused on Jacksonville, St. Augustine, our local community where we're at, Um, but we're looking to expand further into Florida, and we are in talks right now with a hospital uh, in Brooklyn, New York, where both my wife and I, Heather, are originally from. Mm. So we're looking this year to bring on an additional hospital or two in New York City. Wow. And what does that process look like? The process looks very promising right now. Again, we're in talks with the director of development uh, at one of the hospitals. We will onboard them first. I've spoken to the child life specialists at the hospital we're targeting, uh, or not targeting, but focusing on. And it's looking very promising right now where we'd be able to possibly provide monthly donations just like we do right now with both Wilson Children and UF Health. So we're looking to go to a monthly donation drop-off up in New York as well. And once we're able to establish a good rhythm with our team in New York, uh, at the first hospital, we'll onboard potential second hospital and continue doing that as we're able to. And I want to go in a little more depth about the programs that y'all provide. You said um, comfort programs. What it, What is that? So our comfort program was we originally had what was called a parent pack. Think about when we, we stayed at the Ronald McDonald House, which is a great organization mm-hmm. right across the street from the hospital. So we stayed down at the Ronald McDonald House. And they take great care of you. They do amazing, they have amazing programs themselves. And when you go into the hospital to see your child, your children are very well taken care of in the hospital, but there's nothing for the families. There's nothing for your children, Mm -hmm. for for yourself, to take care of yourself. So we came up with these parent packs. There are children that are in these hospitals or even in the NICU units uh, that are born premature and spend months, several months in these units. And during that time, you have people who might be from out of town. They might be driving 40, 50, 60 miles each way to the hospital. So we had this comfort program, a parent pack. We would provide blankets and slippers and um, thermoses and mugs and coffee and 
toothbrushes, things that they might forget to pack Mm. were things they didn't know they were going to need in the hospital. When we brought our daughter, Ashlyn, into Wolfson, we didn't expect to be there for 34 days. Wow. So we went in with regular clothes on, and I think it might have been three, four days sometimes before you change your clothes. Oh, my gosh. Um, You didn't have any clothes. So that's what we were working on, that comfort side. Um, We're able to provide basic hygienic needs, uh, activity books, coloring books for adults to take their mind off of what is going on with their children while they're there. Um, A lot of times you spend bedside with your child and it's great to be there, but you still need to Mm -hmm. take care of yourself, maintain your your mental well-being and your hygienic well-being. And so that's what we're doing in the comfort side. And then, uh, as, we, as I said earlier, we came on with the uh, comfort cart, which allows these families to take what they need as they need. So that's the newest program that we came out with. So and anyone that goes into the hospital can take what they need. Eric, it sounds like you guys do a lot. Y'all serve very well. So how are you able to pay for all of these things? Everything is paid. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization, tax exempt by the IRS. And so we solicit donations from the local community, uh, we, uh, from our friends, our families, our supporters, but also local businesses and uh, large corporate organizations. Mm. And through their goodwill, they donate to Team Amaze. And we are able to go ahead and redistribute an in-kind donation if it was a tangible product. Um, our families and supporters, and we fundraise a lot. We're doing a lot of fundraising. That money is, 95% of it is reinvested right into the operational programs. Mm-hmm. And approximately 5% of that goes to administrative costs. We have no paid staff, so we're putting everything, including our own money, right back into the organization. And, I mean, this is from your heart. This is firsthand everything you experienced. So what do you wish, what would you have wished was done for you and your wife that you're trying to implement now? Honestly, I I don't know how to answer that question. I, we, my wife and I, didn't expect Mm. to ever be in that hospital for 34 days. Yeah. We had three natural children. We've been to hospitals before. Uh, children had procedures and nothing major. So this is a major thing and we didn't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Initially, I would say the first week or two, you're going through shock. Mm. We were told our daughter was going to die. And so we didn't expect anything. But okay. we had, the hospitals had a great staff. They had social workers come talk to us, child life specialists, to work with our three children to prepare them to see their wow. sister and, and in case of her loss. So honestly, we didn't expect anything, but there was a program there. There was a nonprofit that we were able to use, and that was called Project Renewed Hope. And we were able to use some of those tangible items. They had a snack, a small snack cart there, and they had these small parent packs there that we were able to use ourselves. So when we were able to start our own program with the help when we were asked by the chaplain, we didn't start from the ground up. We had a baseline of what we received. So we used that as a baseline of what we could do. Mm. And my wife and I and our board of directors have grown it to what we are today mm. with what, what more we're providing. I would say it's the amount of support we're providing, uh, the constant 
having the the ability to constantly refill and restock the hospitals uh, as they need with the with what they're asking for. So um, I wouldn't have said I wouldn't have changed anything. We it was great with and they did everything they can. But again, in the hospital, the, you're you're an after you're an afterthought to the hospital staff. Right. They can take care of your child first, mm-hmm. and then they're gonna ask how you're doing. Yeah. But it doesn't matter how many times you're asked how you're doing. Um, you tend to say, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. And you know inside you're, it's eating away at you. And we want to get rid of that stigma to the families that are there, mm. that it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to take what you need. It, you have to take care of yourself so you can be there for your child. What are you hoping people walk away with after coming in contact with Team Amaze? We honestly hope that they walk away with the feeling that they're doing the best they can for their child in that in that hospital, that they've given them the most support they can give them. They've given them their attention and their love. Um, we're hoping that families can bond with each other. We have, we're still in touch. This is now two years since our daughter passed away and we still keep in touch with several of the families that we met at the Ron McDonald house that were in the same situation uh, with children in the hospital. And so I hope that they walk away with that same bond that whether a child, unfortunately, our child passed away, mm-hmm. and the following day, another child passed away. So we have that bond, but we also shared in the good times. Mm-hmm. Um, when there was a success for another family, you're happy for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that's what I hope people walk away from with Tim Mays, is that everyone can be amazing. At the worst times of their lives, you can be amazing. The community can be amazing and come together and donate and help to fundraise. Um, The families in the hospitals can help each other. The staff can take care of the families. Um, It's really a sense of belonging and to reduce any stigmas for asking for help. And Eric, what does Team Amaze need most from their community right now? Right now, we need the support of the community. Mm-hmm. Um, everything we have is through donations, whether it's an in-kind donation of snacks or blankets, clothing, or it's a fiscal donation, a monetary donation. So it, what we need now is the support of the community, we have a fundraiser going on currently at Ancient City Brewing in downtown historic St. Augustine at the Tap Room, as well as the brewery in St. Augustine. Um, going out and supporting Ancient City um, will help us. They take a donation of the proceeds for the month of January, and they give it right back to us at Team Amaze. Um, so getting out there in the community, following us on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, helping get the name recognition out there. Of course, everybody's heard of Canines for Warriors, or Wounded Warrior Project, Operation New Uniform, Ron McDonald House. There's a lot of great programs out there, but being a grassroots organization and a small organization, it's getting that name out there and that brand out there. Mm-hmm. So people know that Team Amaze is out here and we are helping families every single day and every single day 24 hours a day there's a child in the intensive care unit and if if we're in need eric how can we get a hold of y'all um yes you can check out our website we are www.teamamaze m a 
ISE.org. Uh, our contact information is on the website. We can be found on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, all at Team Amaze. Okay. And then, Eric, tell me one last thing. What do you love most about Team Amaze? What I love most about Team Amaze is the support that I have from not only our board of directors, but our family members who support us, our friends that support us, our community partners that have supported us over the last two years. And I love the fact that we're giving back to families who are going through life struggles, Mm -hmm. the same struggles that we went through ourselves. Um, we, We have already walked through the dark life's darkest valleys. We lost our daughter at three months old. And I love that we're able to shine this light that even at it, even at our worst, there is still good. Mm. So I love that we're able to show that, again, everybody can be amazing. Even at your worst, you can still be amazing. There's always a light. God is out there. I know my wife. I know myself. I prayed many nights uh, when my daughter's in the hospital. Um, so, yeah, I, I love that we're doing good in our community. Um, and that we have a tangible effect on the lives of people every single day in the pediatric and neonatal intensive care units. Well, Eric, thank you so much for everything you're doing, and thank you for being such a great neighbor in our neighborhood and in our community. And thank you, Colby, for having me on. I appreciate your time, and I look forward to hearing you on the radio. Thank you for listening to Our North Florida Neighborhood. Listen again next week, and if you have an event or organization you'd like highlighted, please contact Colby King at Colby, C-O-L-B-I, at jacksonville.radio.